Hey guys, welcome back to another edition to Ultra Real Connections with your host, Nicole Jasper. I hope you enjoyed today's topic um, how to deal with poster ties. So, what is poster ties anyway? You might ask. So, stay tuned. And the music is Alma Azul by Nyla Wings. Hope you enjoy. into it shall we so yeah what is what, what exactly is a, a poster dice you might ask um you know you might have heard of the term in movie poster dice but it actually means is poster dice is a derived term for like German words poltern <clears throat> I believe it's postern and then to make sound on uh, guys, G-E-I-S-T, meaning ghost or spirit, which literally means a noisy ghost, which I prefer to call it a noisy ghost. <laughs> and so in fact, poltergeist is not related to ghosts or spirits, uh, but this is probably the most terrifying and destructive of all paranormal activity. And this phenomenon may also include noises coming with no source and objects disappearing and reappearing and uh, the same right out of location, even experiencing uh, some limitation in rare cases as well as causing small fires. So what is it with teenagers mostly and young um, children? who's possibly in a stressful situation, but we are all now, we are all in a stressful situation with this COVID uh, pandemic situation around the world, not just teenagers. All of us, I'm sure, are under stress <coughs> for being uh, quarantined, right? So, so be aware of that. And also because it may cause objects uh, flying, doors banging, like we're holding the services, and many unusual things which you might hear in my house. I hope you'll capture that. I've been hearing tappings or some kind of noise. Uh, hopefully, I, I've been capturing that on film and on audio, so hopefully, uh, you guys might hear it here as I talk about this very subject, culture dice, um, how to deal with culture dice. And also, you might notice things would disappear, like say, like this thing. You have some pair of keys, and you know you put your key in the right in the same location every time, and then next morning you find them not there anymore, and it, or entirely different place. So, I don't drive. However, I put down my necklaces and bracelets in a particular area in my dresser, and I know that one of the things are missing. That would be my favorite, um, St. Benedict necklace, and that's, you know, you don't know if you have protection on it, been blessed. And I thought that was kind of strange, I still haven't been able to find it. Maybe I better ask my angels to help me find it. <laughs> so it's, this phenomenon is commonly called a poltergeist activity.
So, many believe that poltergeist activity is caused by uh, an invis well, invisible ghost rather that interacts with a particular person by moving and influencing the physical objects. However, most researchers believe that it's not caused by the, the work of spirits or ghosts, but by actual person in an unconsciousness state, usually by his or her subconscious mind. Um, this phenomenon is generally generally termed in parasitology, um, and also is also a term of uh, I'm going to get into this. It's a type. <coughs> it's a type of force that is usually uncontrolled on psychokinesis, I believe it's called, uh, or RSPK, recurring spontaneous psychokinesis. Ooh, that was a big word. <laughs> if I remember my study, I've studied parapsychology and a little bit. I remember a little bit about that. Um, and and uh. And a person that's around um, who, who this phenomenon center I heard uh, clinically also is called OSPK. I always like to refer to the movie um, Carrie has Carrie uh, was just learning about her ability to see symbol objects or cause, you know, set of fires. And that's a form of psychokinesis. If you haven't watched Perry, um, I highly recommend it so you know what I'm getting at. <clears throat> anyway, there are many stories related to the post activity, but in many cases, it was found that this activity is pulled by a young teenage girl or uh, just hitting, uh, you know, puberty with, <clears throat> with that typical emotional problems. But I find myself, even as a young adult, um, you know, with the, with the pandemic happening, and that could cause some emotional stress problems, right? Um, so um, not just young people, but as adults too, if it happens, um, whether you're psychic or not, if you hit anybody, and um, it's been happening with me personally lately, so. How I deal with it, with it, I will let you guys know in just a moment. Um, so many um, skeptics disprove by um, hacking many fake people who attempted to do like post-production duty just to get their 15 minutes of fame, unfortunately, or money. And uh, many reports suggest that this activity was probably faked by children or even teenagers. Which usually not case, but sometimes you have to rule that out. Alright, moving on. However, during the 20th century, many scientists and researchers have undertaken further studies to find more about um, concretized activity. So, according to researchers like uh, in um, What's called Rhine Research Center, Postgraduate Activity, which is uh, outward. What outward? I like to call it uh, outward uh, manifestation. I can't say that word. Manifestation of, of um, psychological trauma 
and I've experienced many traumas in my life. And, uh, or either recent loss of a loved one and I recently lost another loved one. My, uh, deceased husband passed away recently, uh, a few months ago from a heart failure. And so, um, but, I, but researchers are not able to explain the point that there are many troubled teenagers or young adults or, you know, all over the world, especially I've been saying with this coming uh, pandemic that's going on, uh, why most of us um, don't cause the actual, you know, cultural identity. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> so, um, some of the signs that you might want to watch for which might indicate poltergeist activity, which are um, um, appearing or even just disappearing objects, such as, you know, like I said, or your keys, you know, or your glasses or whatever, your rings or jewelry. So, um, like I'm saying, my necklace, I can't find my St. Minute necklace. So, um, yeah, I thought that was weird. And most dangerous is it is the um, physical abuse to the victim, especially if it's a negative or demonic, which is very rare. And it's observed that none of the activity will occur unless that particular person is present. And I've tested my theory out today, and my parents are not able to hear what I'm hearing. And so, whenever I'm here, I can hear whatever happening sound that they can't hear. So, <clears throat> yeah, just, just because uh, I'm a multiple medium and uh, I'm open to the spirit world. <coughs> and on top of that, um, I'm also was raised at Christian Baptist. So, I've been baptized and so. I have that background as well. So anyway, so as soon as a person is removed from the environment, the activity what ceases. So um, the person that is causing this usually is unaware that they are the reason behind the activity. However, I'm becoming more aware of it from my surroundings happening crazy type of sounds. Uh, I actually can manage to capture it on film or audio sometimes. I've been pretty lucky. Pretty darn lucky because it's pretty hard to capture any poltergeist or even UFO activity which I've been capturing too lately. So, and yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, um, let's take our first break.
man who love Houston music, don't you guys? Well, I hope you do. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back into, um, I think it was the hottest cycle called Can I City? Something like that. For this episode. Um, you might want to take note of the, uh, the stages of culture dice. Um, there are practicalities paranormal investigators will look into this matter not only for the signs but also in other ways that they consider the stages of a typical poltergeist hunting to deal with the uh, activity. And there are many military girls you should probably go to about this very subject. One I would recommend is Poltergeist and Other Hauntings by Rupert Matthews. And there we go. This haunt again, I think. I hope you guys heard that <coughs> the top of the I'm the, the only one that's been able to hear or capture a video. Quite uh, creepy if you ask me. I hope you guys in fact heard that. Uh, that's been about 13 minutes I've had that. Okay. Anyway. There were, uh, where. It's very, uh, in this book where he covers in that detail of, um, like, poltergeist activity. With possible explanations such as fraud and his missed, um, come on voice, his missed identification, um, he also is covered in many historic and modern causes, including fraud Yeah, yeah, we'll watch out for this soon. Also, my minions. And there are some quite, um, quite a, a few genuine minions, including myself. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I'm mostly here, spirits, but once in a great while I will see spirits. Of course, you guys know that by now. Anyway, the level of culturalized activity can be described in these stages as follows. These stages, um, <clears throat> stages. Can range from mild sounds like the ones you guys heard to a physical attack, including life threatening. So far, it hasn't been life threatening for me, yes. <laughs> not the wind. That was me, I'm not the wind. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> stage one this is the level where poltergeist activity just begins. During this stage, people are generally unaware of the activities. These include a mild noise coming from nowhere or some small objects falling here and there which are considered like as a uh, coincidence or free occurrences. But during this stage you get uh, like your pet animal may ask strangely uh, pay attention to your animals to your pets and especially if you have a cat or dog uh, they could all sense way better than we can. And, uh, and also children. Uh, but yeah, pay attention to your uh, pets. And also you might find some cold spots um, in your house where your temperature is, uh, is like either very low or very high from other areas. Alright, um, take note on those. And stage number two is where the level is where uh, like People start to know that something is wrong. I think I'm at level two <laughs> right now. But there may be um some people who still consider these as coincidence or just their imagination is 
or I might be just hearing things, but how, I, okay, answer this. If I am just hearing these things, how am I able to record or even get them on video? Hmm, so it's definitely not my imagination. <laughs> Thank goodness I thought I was going to go start crazy. That's why I like to try to capture any type of uh, paranormal activity just to make sure you, you know, you're not going to start crazy. <laughs> or at least get another witness <laughs> if possible. Alright, and um, let's see. During this stage 2, uh, I'm still reading stage 2, um, you might feel also cold spots starting to increase even more in your room and, or wherever you might have to hang out. And uh, you may feel your your whole entire room getting colder uh, compared to other rooms. Now, I've noticed that in my own room sometimes, and it kind of freaked me out. <laughs> <coughs> And, um, even people can experience, um, unusual scratches on their skin or scratches and cuts on the, uh, household furniture. Now, I have experienced many scratches so far. Alright, stage number three. Now, things really start to scare you. You will find things disappearing and appearing in the same place or at another place. Uh, you might experience electrical disturbances such as lights going on and on, rapping, noises can be heard like the yeah, just heard. Uh, it's uncommon to actually see an object moving. Now that would freak me out. I'll be like, out of here, see ya, bye. <laughs> no, one thing, one thing, is never show any fear. Alright, that's one of, one of my, my rule is to not show any fear, alright. And uh, sometimes, even locked doors and windows may suddenly open. And so people may uh, not feel the presence of someone acting in a weird way. And this is the time when people feel to seek help, um, maybe from a priest or a um, you know, paranormal investigator. Okay, if you're with me this far, kudos, thank you for listening, guys. Woo! Alright, stage number four. Alright, stage number four, this is where we get really scary. Alright, stage number four is the violent stage. Now, it is where it gets really, really scary, you know. Um, in this is days where poltergeists behave as if they are targeting one or more persons. So I might be that target, so I'm on alert right now. <laughs> um, doesn't mean I'm afraid, it just means that I'm on alert. <laughs> um, objects start flying at people, doors and windows, things. I haven't seen flying objects yet, but uh, I've heard typing already arriving, so. But, um, it often strikes you people with clothing. So, so far I haven't experienced that yet. Thank goodness. And even if you have sharp objects like knives or any kitchen or even, uh, it might shoot out at people. Um, but just normally don't hit at anyone. And this is a case that it is observed that the attack usually 
Um, it's not seriously to hurt anyone. Alright. The fifth and final stage is in very rare cases where coconuts may reach this final stage. At this stage, you might want to um, get out of your home, even if just for a while, or you can move out. Might be another option. Um, or if you exercise the house, there's a noise in. Um, this level of coconut activity might and will injure you and maybe even more worse. So what happened in earlier stages will continue but with more intensity. I think it's just to scare tactics mostly because they want to get uh, um, get that energy from that fear. That's why I said don't ever show it any fear. That will just make it worse. And um, the objects start flying that you use rate of force, which um, can damage you seriously. And uh, even sparks just start at some places and may spread out even fire all over your house. And like I said, it's very rare to reach this far. Stage six. <laughs> and um, sometimes you know, media enters in a subject has um, overestimated the phenomenon and result in some misconceptions that poster dice activity is caused to, but no, sorry, is caused by spirits or demons. Just like in the movie, um, one of my favorite movies, Poker Dice in 1982 by Steven Spielberg. Hey, you're listening, hey! You guys rock! Anyway, <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, and having nothing to do with real poker dice. However, poker dice activity can be confused with a hunt phenomena due to their similarity in characteristics. However, psychologists uh, have found several differences under closer examination due to the differences and similarities, you know, of a poltergeist <clears throat> Anyway, I might get into that next episode. I don't want to bore you guys to death. I hope you guys are enjoying this week's episode. Maybe I'll break this up so I'll make a new part one of science and poltergeist activity. And look out for next week for um, similarities and differences between poltergeist and a haunted phenomenon. Alright guys, so have a great night, stay safe, and thank you for listening, and this is Nicole Tasker out.